The following program contains mature themes that may offend you and challenge you. As a result, you may paint an innumerable amount of Bristol boards, piss, and exhale fire, call for the host to be disemboweled in the village square, push for suppression, compelled speech, and an infinite number of deplatformings. Other listeners may experience the urge to laugh as we all hurl towards Armageddon, tolerate diversity of thought, control their childlike emotional impulses, stop taking everyone and everything so seriously. But either way, listener discretion is advised. This is Unmentionable, an unhealthy dose of realism with your host, Jordan Power. Welcome to Unmentionable Podcast. New episodes every Friday. Maybe you heard about this show from a friend. Maybe you saw the clips on YouTube. Maybe we psychologically manipulated you on the internet and you didn't even realize. That's what I do for a living. Lots of money. There's lots of money in that. I rule the internet, baby. If you hear this and you're like, God, how did I find out about this show? It's because I'm in your head and I did something. And you got to respect the hustle. Truly. Uh, so we are in Toronto, Canada. That's where the show is recorded every week. Trying to get out of here and um, working on it, truly. Stop bothering me about leaving this city because I want to go more than you want me to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's really like it's it's the one thing I would like no, no one to bother me about because I am literally stressing about it and working on it every day. It's just we need press. Also, I will say this before we get to this first clip. Uh, I need to get on another, a few other podcasts, particularly the ones that um, are not as good as this one. <laughs> so they're like, wow, so much better. Jump ship. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? Anyway, I, I need to get on a, a bunch of podcasts. So I know there's a lot of people, a lot more people listening to this now. Anybody in like New York City, LA, um, I really need to you know, help out the show. It'll be good when we get to San Diego. If you can connect me with some podcasts. Or just even suggest like we... Don't. If there's like literally 100 listeners, I'm not interested. I really <laughs> don't care. But there's some great podcasts that I think would be a good mix like or good fit. Like, for example, Red Scare Podcast would be a great fit for me. Um, I love those cunts. And I would love to go on that show. Um, and I can easily fly to New York and do these podcasts. So it's like if you know someone that has a podcast or anything like that, Besides the clips and the press and the all this other stuff we're working on, I just need to go on more podcasts, probably neither 10, 20 in the next 12 months. But I just don't want to do one with 100 listeners. I just don't care. Um, so if you can put in a good word for me, that'd be great. You can always DM me at jpowercomedy. When I say DM me, be immature about it. <laughs> That's what I say. Be respectful. I am not a piece of meat. I am not a clown. I am a person with thoughts and needs. Here's our first clip. Oh, my God. Thought you had to go to the bathroom. I didn't go pee with women. I'm not peeing in an old gender fucking bathroom. No, I'll pee with women. That's today's rant. She's keeping it real. What does that sign say? Why is this uh, washroom all gender? Uh, imagine writing this. All gender washrooms. I'm going to read it in the voice that it would be. Can you get rid of the, like, play button? Mm, no. What is that word then? All gender washrooms are inclusive. Provide inclusive uh, options for everyone. Including, including transgender trans people and people of diverse gender identities and expressions. They also provide comfortable spaces for community members who require the assistance of a personal care attendant and those with young children. 
I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I always like think of women going to washrooms, and it's like if it looks like a man. Yeah. It's like. Because yeah. <laughs> it like yeah, was yeah. born a man. <laughs> they like kind of have a point. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like there's urinals though. True. Like it's not like they have to stand beside someone like whipping out like a nine inch cock. <laughs> and then how would women use their urinals? <laughs> like they like turn their ass yeah and like pee into it yeah they pee like backwards, backwards yeah, yeah, and yeah. then they just turn to the right and someone's got like a nine inch dick so <laughs> like, hey, i'm a lady this no, is I where we're headed <laughs> well um it is a birth september 6th is when we're recording this um i'm going to new york city this weekend probably to get shot let's be honest <laughs> i don't feel as comfortable going to new york city okay I, and I'm not that, like, paranoid person. Yes, I am at times. You know, <laughs> but, like, I can read stats and stuff like that. And I was saying to my mom, like, I ha I just bought these, like, really nice diesel shoes. Yeah. Well, I didn't buy them. The airline had to buy them. But oh, for you? Yeah, nice. I never bought shoes like that. They were $500. But the, everyone compliments them. They also give me, like, an inch and a half of height. Oh. People treat you differently when you have that much height. <laughs> so they just do. No, they honestly do. I've been starting to realize it. Like, I find more women look at me now. Yeah, yeah. I just am tall. I have a more domineering physical Bro, presence i think it's from the inside because you feel more confident so is you your mic no on notice oh. more oh really yeah, yeah of course because like people still notice people but you just don't look at that in that way because you're not confident inside but when you feel Pl confident, like i'm not confident that's not my problem you feel confident more confident if you, you have knock me down a peg <laughs> <laughs> so i said to my mom this is this is where like i always say i get my humor from my dad but this is where i realized that i also my mom is also funny yeah. she's like kind of darker funny than my dad was but she said, she's like, you know, you shouldn't wear those shoes in New York. Like, someone's going to pop out and just put a knife up to oh, your throat and take shit, those off you. Dude. And I was like, Mom, it's New York. Like, there are people walking around with Fendi shoes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I, I'm i not the top of the chain. <laughs> and she looks at me. She's like, those Fendi shoes they're walking around with, those are Fendi shoes they stole. <laughs> She's like, that's what they're walking around with, she Fendi shoes that they stole. And I was like, damn, girl. And then I had to one-up her because it was my birthday celebration. Yeah. And she's telling me about the last time she was in New York. And my stepdad, who was more of a provider than my dad ever was, uh, who, you know, wouldn't exactly. He probably, like, pushed my mom in front of a car instead of, like, grabbing her. <laughs> that's another problem. And we'll talk about that in therapy. But... <laughs> My stepdad is a wonderful man. He's just like a special man. And he's also just like a provider. Yeah. Uh, he's a good mix of like not too much testosterone, but enough. Right. <laughs> and we know. Yeah. Let's just keep it real. Yeah. So she, they were walking and they were saying that um, she was like walking at night. And this like, I mean, the race was a black man. They were describing the person. I don't think there was any yeah. comments, yeah, yeah. but... <laughs> I'll just say they said that the race was a black man. <laughs> they just mentioned it. She said this six foot two black man comes out of like from an alley and got in my mom's face and was like, hey, how you doing? Blah, 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 blah. And then my stepdad, who's done judo before, stepped in and got like all defensive. Like, whoa, don't you like fuck with my lady? I was oh. like, first of all, mom, getting picked up at 60. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> She's done, like, nothing to herself. <laughs> I had done more to myself by 26. <laughs> you know? And so she's like, 
so she says the joke, and I was like, I got to one-up her. So she tells me that story, and she's like, and Rob stepped in, and he just stepped in, and he and the guy got all scared and left. And I, I wow. said, you know, because she's like, your father would have never. And I said, no, dad would have gone to these start blowing <laughs> <laughs> Oh my this that's is at my harsh, bro. This is at my family dinner <laughs> that I'm saying these things. What, how did she react? They all laugh. They all we laugh through the pain. And then we're all laughing and I go, oh, we laugh through the pain because it cuts deep. <laughs> Tears of a clown. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like what it is. But I, it was very funny. Anyways, I'm going to New York. So the whole point was I was going to New York. Uh, so I'm going to New York and I'm also meeting up with these guys that we hung out with in Israel. They're also in New York at the same cool. time. So it's like, and it's so funny because the last time they saw me, which was over a month ago, I didn't have my luggage yeah. and I still don't have my luggage. <laughs> Wait, so it's it never like, came? it's never, okay. So everyone, I'm telling you right now, wow. when you hear this, we will be at day 44 of no luggage at day 45 <laughs> By Aging Airlines' own admission in the email, and God knows I've kept it and screenshotted it. They said that the because they were full of shit, and I was going back and forth with them. And they said the forty. By the way, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Like it's not even. Like she told me like two and a half weeks ago, they found it. And she's gonna get it on the next flight. Really? What bag did you find, lady? Like you know what I mean? It's, she probably stole someone else's. Someone stole it. Someone's wearing my clothes, whatever. Yeah. It's just, I've just accepted it. And it's just like, there's something really creepy about it. But anyway, so um, at the 45 day mark, she owes me uh, $1,900 no, by her own admission. And so I'm sad because I'm parting ways with some of my favorite clothes. Of course. Right? Like when you go on vacation, you bring your five best shirts. The best ones. Of course. And so I am, it's sad. Honestly, nineteen hundred is not enough because you got to buy new luggage too. Oh yeah. But anyway, I just know it's gone. But anyways, I'm seeing these guys in New York, and so we were recording this, which we usually do every week. And then Shivam, I was about to dress him down because he was thirty minutes late to the show, and I was like, he has no respect for me. I'm so sorry. And by the way, he still has no respect for me. But we'll talk about that another way. So, um, I I was in the kitchen cleaning up doing a million loads of laundry, which every time Shivam comes over, I'm doing a million loads of laundry. I also was changing my duvet cover, uh, which is like one of those down duvet covers. And I got a new one and I pulled it out. Man, I don't know if you've ever pulled yours out after like a year and a half, let's say. It looks like I shot a duck, like a large duck in my kitchen. There's just, I looked at Bruce and he looked like he ate the duck. Like he's like covered, he's covered in feathers. Like he looks like he had a fresh kill. So anyways, and then I came in here and if you're watching on uh, Patreon, yes. you will see that it's set up like a birthday party. If you're not, like always, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your support. Um, but Shivy set it up like a little birthday party. He alleges that I'm 36 years old, which is inaccurate yeah, for at the entertainment yeah. business. But if you look at my health card, yes. Okay. <laughs> You know, and, you know, a woman at Starbucks the other day thought I was 29, so nice, I'll take it. Nice. She was like, I don't know how you look so young. I was like, he's just magic. No. Just drugs and alcohol that fermented me and kept me a certain way. <laughs> and whatever Jacqueline Sudetic is able to do as well. Should we get her on the show? The plastic surgeon? The chick who does, like, Botox. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
welcome. You're welcome, Jacqueline, for the free ad. Like, she's gonna, yeah, I did your stuff. Like, no, I don't want to ask her about me. I just want to ask her about like general stuff. But anyway, Shivy uh, bought, got it, some stuff, and it's a little party in here, Yay. including a new moonlight because a bunch of cokeheads came in here during <laughs> my party. This this lava lamp was working and we were having a great time with it and then of course because i've surrounded myself with degenerates which i'm really getting that number down by the way a lot of people texting me that are listening to this and are like why doesn't he want to hang out it's goodbye that's take a hint i don't know how else to say it you know people people don't want to live with the reality it's like oh like this person the other day was telling me that they hooked up with they they were flirting with this girl she gave her instagram to them he followed her back, blah, 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 blah. And then the next morning he woke up and to go message her and she had unfollowed him. And he met and I'm big on like, you know, Robert Greene's seduction. I'm like a little bit like yeah. Hitch, that movie. Like I got good game. OK, so just, you know, I've raised my standards too much that there's no one else available, which is something that happens. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, raise your standards. You're like, oh, there's no one left. Yes. Fuck. Sad, bro. Seriously. <laughs> so anyway, uh, wait, what was I saying a second ago? I'm too stoned for this. What was I saying? Wait, you got stoned for the podcast again? Yeah, you were late. I had to get stoned. Also, I had to get stoned. (laughs) (laughs) You're talking about the moon lamp and the degenerates. Oh, yeah. So the degenerates were in here doing... uh, uh, Those guys are his friends. (laughs) No, I told you that they're not (laughs) Not my friends. Stop (laughs) pretending you're my friend. I like a circle of six, maybe seven. That's it. There's no room for anyone else. It's not not me. It's you. Truly. True. <laughs> I'm fun. I'm a great conversationalist. I'm giving more to the relationship than you're giving me. Do you understand that? Do you understand how that works? And I get tired of it. So anyway, uh, Shivy brought me a cake and uh, some beautiful clothes. Uh, one of them looks a little gender non-binary. But uh, should I try it on right now? Yeah, yeah, do it. Okay. Do it right now. Let's go. Okay, so this is... Do you, do you want me to explain it? Is this a KKK hood? It is a KKK hood. Oh, it's cozy. It is I so like good. it. It Roy feels like one? cuddling with like an Arab man. It's I all like hairy and shit, but it's like <laughs> it's like he like softened his hair. Okay, get up. Everyone has to see it. Like, get up, get up, get up. And not everyone. The people that care about the show and yeah. financially support it. You know who you are. We love you. Peace. We love you, baby. We love you. <laughs> oh, you look good. It looks good. Oh my god, look at you. <laughs> It's not even my birthday. Because <laughs> I, I was thinking of that song, Kick, Kick, Kick. You know that Rihanna song? It's like, yeah, yeah. Kick, Kick, Kick. Sound, yeah, sound what like a kick, lyricist kick, kick. she is, eh? One of the greats. <laughs> kick, 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 Kick. Literally. <laughs> God. Okay. And there's one more. Oh, there's, there's a, something else. There's a shirt, too. This is boring content for the people that don't pay for the show. You know who you are. You, <laughs> you freeloaders. Yeah. Jordan's dancing with everything he wears, so like, if you want to see him dance, and I'm down eight pounds, baby. I haven't had alcohol in eight weeks. No, Woo-hoo! seven weeks. Let's go. I haven't had any alcohol for seven weeks. <laughs> have I had multiple acid trips? You know I have. <laughs> I never said I was getting sober. I was just using it as medicine. Oh, this is um, this one's more interesting. Is what we will say. What? It doesn't fit. It's just a more shivam fashion. Oh. I don't think I can pull it off. You can. Wait. It wait. looks like if you're listening, it looks like a bandana, like pattern bro you look so fucking amazing i don't think this is my style try it out try it it's also i think it's too uh short small that's what i was like thinking yeah i'm almost so baby oh 
Yeah, I can't. Well, I can't really do it up. Shit. Oh, how unfortunate. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, but that. No, it's though. fine. But you should wear this one. Okay. You know, I just have to be honest. <laughs> no. I don't want to take it and not wear it, but I like that one. Okay, perfect. It's very nice. Yeah, yeah. This one, the shirt I got like what two is weeks this ago. Bullshit. What that's, is this? That's my new hand. That's when I like new. Where one. did you buy this? <laughs> it's the same place I bought you this. It's a. Oh, card. it's a card. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, this is really boring content. It's this is more personal. I know, just, just do it. This is just more personal. Yeah. Like people are like, yeah, but you know what? We do fun stuff. On I also the show. have something super fun for everybody and you. I didn't. I have to write something. The card is empty. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I have to write something. So Who like. gives? <laughs> no, he's like, this is also for you. And I was like, oh, and I thought uh, I was gonna open it up, being like, wow, you've changed my life. He's inspired me to lose weight, no, no. treat myself with more <laughs> self-respect. I'm gonna write all of that. All that free information <laughs> I've provided at no cost. And the laughs. The laughs are <laughs> undeniable. And he gave me a blank fucking no, card. It's the, it's the cover. It's it's for the cover. It's a, it's a funny cover. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I hope your birthday was filled with lots of love, laughter, and cock. Damn. Cake. Damn you, autocorrect. <laughs> Where did you buy this Phil? <laughs> I don't know some gift shop. That's funny. Oh, so that's that's a cake for you. Okay, this is a, an inopportune moment to tell you that I'm on the carnivore diet and I've only eaten meat the last three days. Really? Yes. You can't even eat like a fruit. I had a little piece, but yeah. I'll have a bit. Um, I can't eat like this. Okay, so what I realized. Yeah. Because, and again, this is might be boring content, but you know. Go listen to some other episodes. We don't really <laughs> just talk usually. Well, there's usually like themes. And, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I've listened to other podcasts and it's like that. Th we're doing that this week. We're just letting it roll. <laughs> okay. Even though I do have some stuff to talk about, I'm going to talk about the Manti Teo uh, documentary in a second. So um, I have uh, quit alcohol. I have quit coffee. I read a book called This Naked Mind. Also did a couple. I did one acid trip, then read that book. And I never have had any desire in the past eight weeks to touch even a drop of alcohol. Wow. I see it for what it is now. I'm not trying to be all like mm -hmm. self-aggrandizing, yeah. but um, I have come to a new realization that it's a foul poison that um, causes brain fog, causes cancer, fucks with my sleep, makes me look bloated in the face, makes me gain weight, makes me tired, makes me more ego-driven. Um, I've come to all these realizations and I, the book is really great. I want to have the author on the show, but it's really a reframing of how you see alcohol. Cause when a lot of people quit alcohol, it's like, God, how am I going to get through life and how brutal life can be? And that's what you have, right? Alcohol makes things a little more warm and slippery, let's say. Right. Um, but what happens is over time is that like, you know, you need more and more, you become more reliant on it and you think it's giving you an experience that it's not is what I will say. And I've seen that because when I'm sober around people who are drinking, I realize how much I don't like a lot of people. It like makes it even worse. Uh, but I'm just correcting that by like only hanging around with certain people because I see people on it and I have this like really unique experience now to be not drinking and I don't honestly crave it because the book basically says to like don't look at it as like god I'm white knuckling it five weeks without alcohol god I miss alcohol I need a drink it's like the reframing is like no you're free you're free from all the bad things that it's giving you and the very very little things it's giving you which is a rush for like maybe 20 minutes at a huge cost 
And mm-hmm. so I read that book. It's not the best written book. If the author comes, author comes <laughs> on, we might have to remove that. But she knows it's not a Hemingway. But that being said, technically, it's written very well. And it's written in a certain way that constantly repeats the message over and over so that when you get to the end, it's almost like this subconscious thing. And someone, like, offered me their margarita the other day, and I was like, ugh. Oh, yeah? And I remembered the first time that I drank alcohol and how, or anytime you do a shot and you go, ugh. Mm-hmm. And that's because you're drinking a foul poison that's, like, harming you. You don't do that with, like, mango juice. Right. So... I'm not saying I'll never drink again, but I have not had the desire at all. Combine that with the LSD and like the coffee um, and everything. I just I'm like I'm doing better. And then the other thing that I realized in helping with my colitis, which has been very, very bad, like it's been a bad four months. I don't complain a lot about my illness because I just don't really like people who complain a lot. Uh, I just don't. I don't I don't think it's like useful or I don't know, but. Um, but I'll complain now. No, I'm just it's <laughs> a it's a yeah. like it's a bad situation, and I think a lot of people in my life forget that I have a disease because I don't really ever talk about it uh, or ask them or ask for help from a lot of people. But I've been trying to figure out why my body is eating itself, why I'm bleeding, all these things. Like this doesn't make any sense, and I've done so much research, thousands and thousands of hours of research, YouTubers, everything. And I've come to the conclusion that um, I would like to try the carnivore diet because it's a low fiber diet. Didn't you try that before too? Uh, Yes. And I forgot how well it worked. And I don't know why I just, then I tried vegan and it didn't work. And the, and the problem is is with a lot, with like a high vegetable diet, like I think when you're healed, you can eat that stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's high fiber, right? So Mm -hmm. really ripped through a system that's quite inflamed. Right. Another thing, because uh, I was reading fr- uh, Reddit and like other stuff, one doctor tried this method. He ate yo- uh, yogurt and rice for a whole year, uh, breakfast, lunch, dinner, a whole year, and he cured his colitis, like f- entirely cured. Yeah, it. so it's because it's an elimination diet, right? You're basically, and uh, listen, everyone's different. I, yeah. I don't really need people to moralize around me eating meat or anything like that because like it's this or like, really dark road ahead in terms of medications and things that I Which should, would have yeah. to be on. And yeah. so I really don't care what people think. I don't think if people think like people think I'm insane, it's not your body. Uh, like, Cause eating meat every day is like, it's a, it's just a, it's just a big difference. But anyways, I've started the carnivore diet. I'm on day three right now. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that within two days of starting it, I am like 80% better. Oh. So I think my theory about the fiber is correct. Uh, because also, it suits your body. That's like the most important thing. Cause it yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I've, I've been, I've been having a little bit of yogurt, like get the probiotics in there, but yeah, for yeah. the most part I've been eating this and I think I'm going to eat this for a little bit, like a, a while and yeah. see how it goes. And okay. it's working for me. It's not that it's not, uh, working for me. So, um, I'm excited. I'll report back. Honestly, quitting alcohol and like, I mean, I don't weigh myself, but I immediately drop like eight pounds. Like everyone that I run into is like, whoa, you're leaner. It's just easy. And I'm eating exactly the same, like before the carnivore stuff, stuff, doing the same workouts and stuff like that. But I am leaner. Like I have lost a good amount of weight in my neck, my face. I can see it. Are you not eating any carbs? Well, now I am, but I'm saying like I was eating carbs after I quit alcohol. Okay. And, um... I was eating, like, I was eating carbs. I was eating just, like, some carbs. But it's the fact that, like, when you go, what people don't realize, you know, they realize, but they don't really pay attention to it. It's like you go out with your friends for some drinks, 
you know, the hundred calories a drink, you slam back some, you know, some soda or whatever it is, suddenly you're up to like eight, 900 calories. When you're doing that, like I was doing that like a couple times a week, I wouldn't say it was no, maybe like once a week, mm-hmm. but it does make a difference because it's like, you're putting yourself in a deficit. And so I find the weight just naturally came off. And now that I'm doing the carnivore for the, I'm noticing by the third day is the fat is starting to come off. Mm. and the bloating Mm -hmm. is starting to come off like it's suiting me so it's just weird like today i woke up and i ate salmon for breakfast wow and then for lunch i had like some bacon and some beef uh and then for dinner i had some more beef with like a little bit of eggs and honestly i feel great like i feel my my well because carbs make you go up and down they're crashing so i feel stable my energy level is stable i feel very calm yeah it's crazy. I mean, whatever. I'm just going to keep doing it. If this well, if it's helping your body, like it's well, a lot it of people, works. a lot of people, there's a lot of like amazing stories online in my forums of people who've done this and like completely reversed their disease. Jordan Peterson did a carnivore's diet, right? You yeah. Know, someone. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, and, and his daughter, his daughter had, you know, people are like so mean about her. They're like, she's crazy. She's on him. Omi died. I'm like, yeah, she was like really arthritic, was about to like had hip surgery, was about to lose her ankle, was so depressed she couldn't get out of bed. And then she started eating only meat and water and her whole life completely went back to normal. And it's like, I don't know. We There's so little we know about the human body, but it's like clearly she needed some sort of an elimination diet. And that's really what this is. And then you can introduce things. But, but she's been eating meat for like three years. She hasn't she hasn't gotten scurvy. Everyone said you're going to get scurvy and she gets her blood done. It's completely fine. So it's like, I don't know. I think everyone's just different, but it works for me. I feel Absolutely. really good. Yeah. So keep doing, keep doing it until it feels good. And then one day, if it doesn't feel good, just stop. Right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Bro, I have another surprise for you. And this one, I spent like 10 days making this one. I feel like your mic is... Get a little oh. closer to you, yeah. Hello, what's up, what's up? So, I spent 10 days making this surprise for you. And this is like... My is it a video of you jerking off? Yes. Uh, it's my favorite thing that I've made for you. And I hope you like it. <gasps> is it a like best of the show? Bro, no. Don't stop guessing. I was, see, I was <laughs> right about... He was like, oh, it's. I was like, it's a birthday celebration in there. Mama didn't it raise is. no fool. Okay, so I so this is a mu- like musical track named Jordan Power. It's the Jordan Power title track. Oh my god! It's for it's for you. Okay, are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. Play this for you. All right. This is fucking hilarious. <laughs> ready? Yeah. Okay. And I looked at him in the face and I was like, I like your fucking style. And I said, Do you want to be my producer? And then I said, Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> I'm Jordan Power. <laughs> We don't need to go there. Amazing. I like you fucking What a mushroom. I am Jordan Power, not Powers. Don't add letters to my name <laughs> if i give myself a fake name i would appreciate if you didn't <laughs> add letters to it <laughs> oh my god that was amazing 
Well Good done. Job. Wow. Did you make the beat? Oh, one of my friends did. Like, I, we worked together on this for like yeah. literally six days, and then I made the video in like four days. Dude, you got to put that on YouTube. Yes, of course. We're going to put this on uh, Unmentionable's Instagram too. Okay, 100%. Wow, Amazing. that was incredible. Let's Thank go. you. Okay. No, it's I do a lot of this face, like, <laughs> like there was a lot of cuts of me being. Like, <laughs> 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 so I also things. sound like such a drug addict. <laughs> like it was like mushrooms, acid, blah blah. <laughs> it was like that was pretty intense. Also, I would like to say that the photo, the uh, video that you used of me from the beginning, yeah. my skin looks amazing. Yeah. That was when I just roasted it off with the laser. <laughs> I look like a fetus in that. <laughs> I would like that back. Also, you did use a lot of baby dick cream. That, that I, yes, I have used the baby dick cream in yeah. the past. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Shivam. If you're watching on page, you know, we, we know this. You know this. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, you want to see that video? No. Oh, actually, it's on it's YouTube. It's on YouTube. It is on everywhere. Just comment or yeah. like it or whatever. <laughs> Listen, we're starting to gain a lot of followers on these platforms. Like, we have gained a few hundred followers on TikTok. The uh, show channel is at 6,000 almost subscribers. The Clips channel, we started from nothing. It's at like 300. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Instagram's got a few hundred more. So it, I think the clip the clip strategy is definitely working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's the best way to do it. All oh, that's like so hard to break through, dude. There's like so many, so much content. Every idiot's trying to be famous with no talent. <laughs> it's just so annoying to have to like break through. Yeah. But thank you for that. I also saw, I wanted to tell you this. I saw, oh my God, the city is a fucking mess. <laughs> okay, over the weekend, there was the air show in Toronto. Oh, yeah. And a lot of, this is the first time I've been agreeing with the Wokies. You know, sometimes I agree with things, you know, affordable housing, yada, yada, yada. Agree. The minimum wage, yeah, but the price will go up. But they had the Toronto air show this weekend. Uh-huh. And it's where they have like re- like air pilot airline military pilots, I guess, go over the city. Did you see the planes? It's very loud. I, I, I saw it last year. I didn't see it this year. My whole place was shaking. Bruce was just like, oh, what is going shit. on? And I guess there's a lot of people in Toronto that are like, hey, I came from a war torn country that America bombed. Yeah. Can you not do this? It's like a little triggering to think <laughs> that there's going to be a. And I was like, you know what? They kind of do have a good point. Also, because I don't like the air show. So, I was like, honestly, I was just sitting in my living room, and I didn't remember it. And it was like, like, massive planes going by. And I thought Toronto was getting bombed, and I got excited. I was like, start with the CN Tower, please. Just drop a nice one. You know, I'd just be sitting there with my green tea. I'd just be like... <laughs> it was crazy. But anyway, oh, no, what I saw also is <laughs> I was going to the beach to go on a solo acid trip, got up to 200 UGs. We'll talk about that on the Patreon. Uh, it, it was a great trip. And before I was going to the trip, thank God it was before, I was walking on the corner there, and I saw a homeless man. I mean, this is, like, really sad, but it's also exceptionally funny. Yeah. I saw a homeless man who had taken a Sharpie and drawn on a beard. Bro. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. <laughs> Did you take a picture? No, I, uh. he's like, you know the ones that are always like, they're, you, don't, you don't get too close yeah. to them because they're always flailing their arms yeah. and you just don't know where they're at mentally. Right. And he just kind of strolled by me. Like, you know, they're always in that huff. Like, hey, I fucking burnt my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see them every all Smoking the cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. And, um... 
I looked and I just he was just passing by me and I looked at his face and it was like <laughs> when I say it was a beard, like it wasn't even like a good he didn't even do a good job. <laughs> he basically like drew from here to here. Like he got the outline, right? Yeah. He even did a circle around his chin. <laughs> and then he took the Sharpie and feathered lines <laughs> like this. <laughs> didn't do like little hairs. He just did like feathered long lines like this up his whole face. And it was an entire, like the full thing. Like what you have. Oh, like the mustache too. <laughs> and yeah, I just looked at him and I was like, bro. get me the fuck out of this place. <laughs> I don't like this city anymore. I know there's lots of homeless everywhere and yeah. definitely in California, but it's like, man, there's a certain breed here. <laughs> they They're more creative, dude. <laughs> it's just so, the mind just goes, eh? It just goes. Yeah. It's scary. I mean, I see, like, you see an elderly person with dementia, they go. Oh, yeah. That is, it's like, scary. he's in another it's world. Yeah. It's like, basically, when I do acid... Like, when I was on acid the other day, the level I was doing is when I closed my eyes, I was still hallucinating in my eyes. Yeah, it was really intense. It was great. I had a great experience. I was alone. I watched the sunset. It was great. I think I'm going to do it again one more time before the summer. I just love it. It's just, yeah. it's the, I can't speak highly. You know, I, I've been like, I don't want to be like a pusher, but a lot of people have seen really positive changes in me the past month. Besides the drinking coffee, I'm well, cutting seen, porn. Uh, changes. Yeah, I'm just like super level. It's probably going to kill the comedy, so deal. But <laughs> like, I, I'm just more level headed and relaxed. And uh, it's just like, I feel good. Like, I feel sane and I just feel. Do, do you feel your, feel your mind's like more clearer? More clear. And also, like, I just, um, problems with the acid they sort of just come and they go like i'm like okay before i'd be like fuck how am i gonna deal with that blah blah More blah it's just kind of like we'll yeah. figure it out it's uh, just like a nice easiness and i've been get i've been trying to tell people to do micro dosing of lsd bro, I think it's also age a little bit like an experiences no 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 i mean like in a positive way like with all the with age it comes experiences right i know but it's but i i'm a lot different than i was like a year ago I feel like in the you past couple months, it's the booze too. <laughs> Are you trying to say I'm old? <laughs> fuck you. Do you want to cut your cake, dude? The Trivum, it's a podcast. People oh, yeah. don't are driving their car. In the end, in the end, in the end. <laughs> I swear to God, if Sorry, if I'm Shivam, so excited, dude. if Shivam, well, it's very nice of you, but I feel like Shivam just doesn't understand. Like people are driving <laughs> their car, and they don't want to hear like a knife going through a cake. It wouldn't even sound like anything. It's like they're just. <laughs> <laughs> Some guys probably jerks off. How many people jerk off as listening to the show? Probably nobody. It just does. starts it and <laughs> just jerk off for the whole thing. They don't come till the end. You've been pushing this idea since episode one. There's a couple one. on the Patreon that I know want to kill me. <laughs> Dude, I get weird DMs. <laughs> I'm, I don't really go on Instagram because it's like I don't really care about the nonsense of people's lives. But it's like when I go on there and I go into, I just don't care. It's like people posting their lunch. I'm like, who cares? Like the people in my life that I care about, yeah. I ask them, I'm like, what'd you do this week? Um, but I just don't need like the documenting of it. Yeah. But when I go on, because I don't have the app on my phone, I go to my requested uh-huh. and that's where <laughs> the oh. darkness lies. Did you read some? No, like there was one like probably three days ago and it was like, I just know that we're meant to be together. And I was like, oh, dear oh, God. So beautiful. I'm going to wear my skin as a coat. <laughs> you know? Anyway. Okay, so I found this clip. I'm just going to eat on the show. Yeah. 
Deal with it, baby. <laughs> if you pay for the Patreon, we took the eating out. Shivam did like a sound effect. See what I'm doing there? You know what I'm saying? Wish you sign it up last week. You know who you are. Random 45 year old man in Montreal. <laughs> Holla. <laughs> Do people like, I wonder if they start paying for the show. They're like, I think this guy's losing his mind, but it's oh, like yeah. very entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People love that. Okay, so here's a uh, article, not on InfoWars. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> well, <laughs> listen, they got some good stuff every once in a while. Um, the headline is Winners Have Energy Bills Paid For on Dystopian UK Morning Show Contest. This has kind of gone viral on the internet, but basically it's a viral clip from UK's This Morning program. Highlights the average Brit's struggle to pay energy bills as the blah, 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 great reset begins to kick in. So I guess in in Europe, going into um, the winter, especially in Germany, I mean, credit to Donald Trump. He was right about Germany. There's a clip of him talking about what's going to happen to Germany and Russia. And man, he was certainly right about that. You got to give credit where credit's due. So all these European countries are going into the winter like an energy crisis. Like they were saying, some of these households will pay an extra $3,000 a year now in energy costs. So because we live in a black mirror dystopian hell at times, this is a clip from one of the shows of a contest they were running where one of the prizes that you could win (laughs) is to have your energy bills paid. And I guess if you lose, you just live in the cold. Oh, my God. Okay, here we go. So we've got, we've got, we'll pay your energy bills, got a thousand pounds as well. So this is energy bills, I think, for four months if it stops on that. Nice. Uh, so, how are your, how, how are your energy bills? Are you a bit worried about it all? He's like, oh, major. Yeah. I've got, I've got one of these prepayment meters and it's absolutely murder. Oh, God. Right, well, let's hope it lands on one. I'm starting to understand what people say in the UK about accents because I know that one wasn't a high status one. <laughs> it was like, I got one of these. <laughs> it's not as posh. <laughs> you know? I love this show, by the way. They have great guests on. If Shivam would watch their show and get all the guests on, he'd be the best producer in the world because okay, yeah. they love what as we if love. I'm not already the best producer in the world. Okay. Debatable. But. <laughs> What we're saying is like when you watch this show, they'll have that's where I got that clip of that woman that was like, For my birthday, I had sex with 40 men. So they do like wacky stuff, but like this is really, really dystopian tone deaf when people are literally struggling to heat their homes going into the winter with children. And this, I mean, this is really the establishment regime right here does this contest as to kind of make it a joke almost. Are those then? Whatever right. you're going to win some money, here so we don't go. worry. Nice. Here yeah. we go. One way, one way or t'other. Here we go. Round and round it goes. Where it stops, nobody knows. Da, 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 da. Thousand pounds or energy down. bill. Thousand pounds or energy bill. It is going so it's to pounds you've been be. For an energy bill. I guess it depends where you live, right? What, what it's you your have. energy bill. Oh, thank we're, you. We're paying your energy bill for four months. Oh, fantastic. No worries. Oh, oh what a relief. Thank you very much. Oh, listen, well done, you. That's- this is dark, man. What the f- Is this Black Mirror? This is a Black Mirror episode. We're living in a dystopian oh, hell. What the... F- this is fucking crazy, dude. I mean... It's like it's like something that someone would do on Black Mirror, like an or like an SNL skit, and it's like come to life. Yeah. Like people are 
playing games for oh, their power. Oh, dude, I can't even. Oh, shit. Next week on Your Morning, we're going to have a, a man joust with his mother to win dialysis. <laughs> <laughs> Next week on Your Morning, we've got a pool with a bunch of piranhas in the bottom, and a man has to climb up a ladder to get to the top so he can get his insulin to survive. <laughs> If he falls, those piranhas are going to munch him in a few seconds. <laughs> Both ways, it's good. Literally. <laughs> so dark. Oh, dude, what the? I don't even, I shouldn't even joke about this. Because it's like, this stuff will just start happening. They're probably going to steal your idea, man. Like, come on. It's like the Hunger Games. <laughs> or Squid Game. A Squid Game. People can't literally, they're going to be homeless or they're going to be freezing in their home. And then it's like, we'll just go on this show and you can win your energy bill. Oh, it's like, why don't you just make the energy affordable? It's like, no, we're not doing that. We're funneling that money to Ukraine. And by the way, little red pill for you. CBS did a, a thing saying that like of the 80 to 100 billion that the U.S. sent to Ukraine, only 30 percent made it to the front lines. And then they had to retract, which means, you know, the establishment got to them and it was actually true. So it was just like, you know, just 50 billion. Just... <laughs> Where'd that fifty billion go? Oh, it's not a proxy war. We're not <laughs> shoveling money through the countries. Listen, it's like a legit war, and it's happening right now. But it's like this is what happens: is whenever there's a, don't let a good crisis go to waste. Get in there, feed the energy contractors, get their stocks up, and flow that cash to the oligarchs. Bro. It's just crazy. And then there's clown. <laughs> this clown wrote an article in the Toronto Star, and the headline is. <laughs> Because, like, you know, nowadays, like, people will literally do anything to get attention. Clout boys. You know, social Clout currency. Jesus. And, uh, you know, Cinnamon Challenge or whatever Chevy watches while he's masturbating. <laughs> I don't even know. When he's got a tie around his... so old, dude. That's, like, three years old. What else do people do? I saw the one where they put the band, uh, bands around the watermelon and then it explodes. That's, like, four years old. Like, I mean, dude. things are real going real great in society, by the way. <laughs> So this this clown, this nobody, Yara El Sudi, is a contributor to the Toronto Star and wrote this article. Arcade Fire inspired my career as a music writer. How I'm grappling with Wynn Butler's sexual misconduct allegations. How do I tell that 14-year-old girl that's part that part of who she is was built on a false foundation, writes Montreal's writer Yara El Sudi. Give me the first paragraph. I need this. Man, this is great writing. Whenever people ask me why I decided to pursue my career as a music journalist, I immediately picture the same scene from my teenage years. I'm sitting in my parents' basement, holding my no newborn baby brother in my arms, rocking him to sleep. The TV is on, and the channel is set to much music at a time when music videos were still the norm. God, I'm bored. <laughs> when does it get good? Spoiler, never. <laughs> Spoiler, it sucks. Um, so I guess, so the backstory behind this is the Arcade Fire singer, like, Many male entertainers in Hollywood has been accused of sexual misconduct. We don't know if it's true, but sometimes these things are true. And so she writes this article basically saying, like, when I talk about these, it's like, how do I, how will I cope? How can I make this rape about me? <laughs> Literally, how I'm dealing with what's going on. It does not involve you. What do you mean how you're doing? It's not about you. I don't know if he raped the woman, but let's say he you know, fought, motorboated her breasts, let's say. He motorboated her breasts. And she didn't like that. And so now she's charging him or whatever, whatever allegations. And this person's like, how can I get in there and get some attention? How can I write an article about how I feel about what happened to her? 
Should we hear from her? No, we should hear from you. We need to know how you're processing it. This is the boorish narcissism in society. It's crazy. It's just, just, it's doesn't, it's not about you yeah. right now. It's not a right about you. Like, she's talking about her experience. It's like, she should write a book like, Vicarious Rape, a memoir. Like, basically, that's what she's talking about. Like, <laughs> how, how, how did I feel like I was also raped and my boobs were touched or whatever went on? It is psychotic that people write these articles. And, and and again, I like I go to the comments and everyone's insane. So I was like, yeah. I, was, I was like, is someone going to be like, hey, I don't think this is like really respectful to the victim. You know, she's gone through something traumatic and like you're making it about you and your love of the band. Yeah. And of course, people are like, God, yes, queen, you're what <laughs> you're so fuck? brave. Yes. Good for you. Living your truth. Thank you for telling us how you feel like. And people care about this shit. Like, that's like. But it's also like mind more. it's also like what I say about like, and I don't mean to like kill all your heroes. There's good people out there, but it's like people who cannot separate and compartmentalize the art from the artist, right? Like it's like people are like, I can never enjoy Louis C.K. again because of this, whatever. And it's like at the same time, like they love and go after so many people who've also done bad things in other forms, like started wars, <laughs> like possibly killed people you know lied stole like all these things like mel gibson for christ's sakes is like back in hollywood after he's like talking about like exterminating the jews and people just go and they watch that movie and it's like people the moral superiority it's just killing me of so many people it's like you just don't know what the other people that you like have gotten up to but i'm sure it doesn't it doesn't excuse the behavior but at the same time, it's like you got to know that other people are also up to shady stuff. You just potentially didn't hear about Literally it. Literally everybody, everybody. Yeah. Well, I'm not that cynical. Not everybody's a, a I, rapist. No, no, no. But everyone, like, no one's perfect. That's what I mean. And people like who follow anyone, they, they never. It's, it's like they expect morality from yeah, entertainers. Yeah. And it's like, just enjoy the art. Like. I don't know. I, I don't. It's just I, I, I don't identify with this like a s excessive emotional reaction to things it's crazy mm. and yeah. also i feel like the art like good artists kind of need to be at like some kind of extreme to create like amazing art yeah they're all whack my yeah, friend works exactly. from, with people in hollywood and they're all crazy yeah. she said there's like one or two she worked with like the rock is very nice and a couple other people but that's basically how they got there just like being brutal yeah so you've been uh dating I haven't been dating yet, no. Yeah, have you? We need an update for the show. Oh, I've been uh, to getting up to some stuff, but we know I don't talk about my dating life on the show. Only on Patreon. Patreon.com slash unmentioned. Not really. Podcast. I've been pretty good. I just don't <laughs> want to make it all about that, but Patreon.com slash unmentioned. <laughs> 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 you know, but have you been dating? No, I, I'm still like processing the breakup and it's going to like, I'm going to like maybe get into dating in a while. Do you go on apps? I, I did go on apps. I've talked to a lot of people. but Tinder? Tinder, Bumble, both. And then, like, two weeks ago, I stopped because it was just boring. It was just... I, What's like, the rule on Bumble that the woman has to talk to you first before you rape her? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the exact rule? I don't know. <laughs> before you Bro, put you, something in her you drink... You like, my soul away with that shit. Like, I was like, you did, before you put something in her drink, a la Bill Cosby... <laughs> 
She must message you first and say that it's okay. Open the door. Yeah. <laughs> I said to someone the other day, I was like, you know, Tinder has so many filters. Why don't they have one for ugly people? <laughs> Tweet this shit, dude. <laughs> we put it in the book and they buy it. That's what we do. Tweet. I'm not giving away anything for free anymore. No, no. I am a capitalist whore, and we know it. I've been very clear about it on this show. Gives I basically tell me joke on audio and says I'm not giving anything away. Mercenary. That's what the word is. That's the description. <laughs> you know. I also just watched. Well, I went to the Florence in the Machine concert. Uh, man, she is so talented. Yeah. She looks like a, a crackhead in the park. <laughs> really, I gotta be honest. She she has like this like long red like sh- hair, and she's yeah. very skinny, like almost like emaciated skinny. And she runs around in this dress, and I was like, that's either like a superstar or like a person that like comes up behind you, like <laughs> jabbering at like two in the morning in the park. <laughs> And she also didn't change her clothes at all. So by the end, she just had this like really dirty dress that was like sticking to her and her in her hair. It just was like it, it was a little distracting. It was oh, kind of like right. when I went to Lizzo and she's up there like, man, she's a big girl. She's really sweating up there. It was like it was a little distracting from the music, but most of them are very, very talented. I'm just I'm into like really raw talent. She's a phenomenal entertainer. I love because Shivy loves all these like dum dums like Madison Beer and. This chick on like I don't even know who's famous anymore. Tana Mojo, uh, you know. I I'll don't like Tana Mojo. By the way, Tana, I'll come on your podcast. You know, even though I have b- bad mouth too, we're always available to remove stuff from the show. Yeah. I always want to make that clear. Like I said, I am a capitalist whore, so like sellouts, hundred percent. So I say, you're such a sell- sellout. You cut that over the show. Yep, and I'm in the pool. Do you get it? Do you get it? What we're doing around That's here. That's a trick, guys. But anyway, she's just really talented. She's yeah. I, I was blown away. And it's a very, like, it's a very gender non-binary crowd is what I would say. Mm-hmm. Like, the camera kept going to all the people in the front. And it was like, it was like the, like, dailed crowns on. But it was like, I could just tell that it was like the, like, demisexual gender non-binary crowd. Like, I just knew. It just had an yeah, energy. Yeah. It just was very folksy. Yeah. Lots of people with boosters. Like, it just felt very folksy. Like, they were, it was the first time they were taking their masks off. Like, it was just that oh, kind of a crowd. Off? No, but you know, they had it 23 hours, uh, 24, 22 hours, let's say, for the rest of that. They probably sleep with it on. It just was that kind of crowd, which is fine. You know, you can interact with all kinds of people, but I just knew. Like, I just, I just knew, like, when she was going past the crowd, she was, she was singing this song that goes, say my name, right? And then I just go, like, I was with my friend, and I just go, say your pronoun. <laughs> and normally people would look at you and laugh, but it was that kind of crowd that was like, yeah, she should share her, how she, her, their pronouns, and oh she should God, break down the gender God. binary. This is everything is so political now. Oh, and there was this guy dancing beside me and I turned to my friend and I was like, um, by the way, because like, I'm, you know, I'm still I'm still high quite often. (laughs) So I was stoned and there was this guy dancing beside me, just dressed like a straight man, you know, just like cargo shorts, like just dressed like a straight an old university T-shirt. Like you just knew just it was bad. You just don't it wasn't even salvageable. A lot of these guys are just go not even anything here is working. So he was dancing, and I said to my friend, and he was just dancing. I said to my friend, I was like, that's a straight man, like, for the most part. That's how they dance. And my friend was like, looked at me, and he's like, I think he has special needs. And I was like, 
And then we were staring at him for a while because we were both kind of stoned. And I was like, I don't know if he is. And he's like, he's like, you should go find out. And I was like, what am I going to do? Go up to him and be like, hey, are you straight or do you have special (laughs) needs? Or both. Like, I can't exactly say that. And we honestly, but it was, he was running, riding that line where I didn't know if he was, even by the end, I could not figure out. He just was flowing in a way that, like, let me try and do it. No, I better not do it because what if he actually is disabled and I'm just, like, doing the Trump? And he's like, <laughs> what's that? What does he say? God, it's such a funny clip. What does he say? He's like, I don't remember when he's, <laughs> when he's imitating the, the reporter. Apparently that was debunked, but I don't even know anymore what's real. But he was just dancing, and I just kept staring at him. He's kind of doing this thing. I'll do it, like, just a little bit. Just do it. Just sort of, like. <laughs> oh okay yeah that like muscular he had a muscular yeah. problem or he was really drunk or he was straight or he was disabled or he was all of those i don't know uh yeah that does it's just i don't know i was like okay i don't want to guess but yeah yeah <laughs> okay well i think that's it that's it uh i'm gonna probably talk about the manti teo doc everybody that's listening to this needs to go on their netflix and we're gonna follow along next week we're gonna all you won't be saying anything. Neither will Shivy. I'll turn off his microphone. But I want you guys to all watch the Manti Teo doc. It's on Netflix. It's called um, The Girlfriend That Was Ain't There or Wasn't There. Okay. The backstory is he was a famous football player, and basically he got catfished by a woman. And it was all in the press that he was with this woman, and she died, and it was a national news story. It turns out the woman didn't exist. So he thought that his girlfriend died, but he'd never met her. Oh, it's shit. quite good. So I want everyone to watch it, and then next week I will react to it. Shivam will remind me. I will, uh, and give my thoughts on it because it is. There are parts where I just burst out laughing uncontrollably because it's so insane. Like she's, let's just say it's a case for football players getting it hit in the head too many times. There seems to be some sort of intellectual damage that happens to Manti, the things that he falls for. It really is a case for like an MRI of their head because it is crazy at parts that you're like, who would fall for this? And it's like someone who's been hit in the head enough. Bro, I have a friend who, who this happened to him. Like he dated someone for like four months, never saw her. And like one day I was sitting with him. I was like, yo, when are we meeting your like new girlfriend? He's like. Like, after I meet her, I'm like, you've never met her? Have you ever talked to her, like, on a video oh call? Oh, my God. And he said no, because, uh, like, her parents are, like, very strict. She doesn't come on video calls or anything. And four months later, we found out that girl isn't even real. And the real chick she was, like, copying or, like, taking Instagram pictures for, From we texted that girl, like, hey, is this your profile as well? Because, like, what the fuck? And the real girl told us, like, someone, like, took my pictures and is now talking to you. And he's, so this guy I'm talking about, I'd be flattered. Bro, this guy was the... Okay, I don't want to like, sound gay, but like he was like the hottest guy. <laughs> then, then, then delete the last 96 <laughs> episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like a really good looking guy who could like pull off, pull off any chick. And he was like dating this like fake person who didn't exist. Because he thought like... I don't know what he thought, but like... No, they did exist. It's probably an 86-year-old male pedophile. No, it was like a 16-year-old boy who was... 
Oh, accent. damn. Yeah, and he sounded like a girl. So, like, whenever he would call... I'll be honest, when I was 16, I used to do this kind of stuff. I would go into chat rooms and, be, like, flirt with straight dudes. Oh, dude. But I never took it that far. Because I would... Four fucking months, dude. That is dude, bad. His, but it's also on your friend to be like, hey... Exactly, dude. His like... I, did he I, send? Did he? She send a pussy photo? No, 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 no. He, she talking. did that thing where you know when you put your dick between your legs and it looks like <laughs> a vagina. Ew. It's like that's a interesting pussy. Where's the hole? <laughs> Imagine if she sent that. And your friends again hitting the head too many times. A fo- football player is like, wow, it's a pretty pussy. <laughs> My friend used to do that in high school. They used to call it the I, fruit basket. <laughs> It was so funny. My friend used to do this thing where people would be, have their cars, right? It was like when we were 16, we'd drive around in our cars, yeah. and we, we would do, like, the so dumbest cool. things. we go to, like, Wendy's and hang out in the parking lot. It's just, like, so sad. You know, <laughs> people in California at that age are, like, surfing. It's just, get me out of here. Truly, get me out of here, like, tomorrow. We were supposed to have some press come out, and it, it's, like, not materializing, and I'm going to jump off the building. <laughs> anyway, so he would bend over in front of a car and push his dick and balls between his legs, and he called it the fruit basket. Oh, and shit. he would pull his, his pants down to moon the car. <laughs> so it would be like really bright light on his ass. But then you'd see between his legs that extra, <laughs> I guess, berries. Cherries. And cherries and a banana. <laughs> <laughs> fruit basket would like poke through and you'd yeah. see his dick. And he did that all the time. He did that like one time my friend was driving by and it was like 2 p.m. And we were following him somewhere. So we're on the highway and he's like on the left. And all of a sudden I look over and there's just like a fruit basket i was like can i have a cherry wow can i have some of the banana (laughs) anyway okay we'll talk about manti teo next week if you have a couple minutes go on uh whatever you listen on spotify apple hit the subscribe button i don't say that enough there's also a notification button when new episode episodes come out Hit that, and then there's also the ability on Apple to rate the show, write a little something, do it on Spotify as well. As well, um, our TikTok is starting to grow, and the YouTube and Clips channel and the main channel. So it's Unmentionable Podcast on YouTube. Hit subscribe. Yeah, guys. Unmentionable Pod Clips on YouTube. Hit subscribe. And then there's also TikTok, Instagram as well. I can be followed at Comedy. Uh, and if you have a couple seconds, I, a lot of people have been buying my book last week, like a lot, nice. but all on Audible. Oh, that's good. Because it's probably young people who don't read books. Yeah. But listen, <laughs> a check's a check. <laughs> I just like when people read the yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. feel like it's different, but everyone's brains have melted. Okay. Also, it's Jordan's birthday on Thursday and my birthday on uh, Friday, guys. If you listening, you can wish us on our Instagram. Great, you've opened the gates of hell. Thank you. I'm gonna get an. It's, I'm gonna get another one of those weird posts. <laughs> can I plug my Instagram? Oh yeah, it's Shim S H I Triple. God, you're S H I M M M W A D H W A. That's my slash faggot at Instagram.com. Instagram.com slash should be the faggot. Should be the bi curious. Okay, that's it. Bye.